Hi guys, it's me Daniel here again. Today's topic will just be an intro about me so that you guys can get an idea of where I come from before we actually start doing the Bible study. I was born in Namibia in the 1980s. I attended a Dutch Reformed Church uh, for most of my life until I was 18 and I became a member at the local church that was in the Western Cape. The one thing they used to teach us in the Sunday school was the Ten Commands. I don't know about most of the other churches, but that was the one thing we used to uh, learn a lot. Looking back to those days, I remember it wasn't really fun. I don't know about you guys, but after the service, it didn't take long for me basically to forget what the topic was that we were discussing or what we were supposed to listen to. At 18, my family actually moved to a charismatic uh, church in the area. There was, however, this rebellion in me trying to keep from changing and uh, become more spiritual and even listen to gospel music. It was just totally weird for me to listen to gospel music in the house. <laughs> it took a few months for me to get used to more spiritual churches and visiting them. I also realized I could actually stay awake for a few hours uh, or for an hour. And um, I was not even thinking about what I was supposed to do on the Monday, like I used to do in the old church. My parents got saved and baptized, but I was still clinging to the old ways and the structure that the church used to have. Like, you get in, you go sit down, uh, you sing a few songs, guy preaches, uh, you sing one song and go out. That was the structure I was used to. There was, however, some conflicting ideas in the charismatic churches that was teaching something that was not scriptural. So we moved around from church to church, and um, there was this one church that I actually started playing in the band, and um, yeah, I sort of made a spiritual family. At this stage, it was about 2007 that I got saved, and uh, we're not even keen off the old church structure anymore. Our family then got a revelation that there's actually more than this, just the old church system and um, this new, what we used to call happy, clappy, charismatic church system. What we also realized was that there is an actual country on this earth that most of the scripture and biblical history come from. So in 2009, we visited this country. It is called Israel. It was really amazing to see all the places that we read about in scripture but could never visualize. Like the Sea of Galilee or where David hid himself or where the old city Jerusalem is or the Mount of Olives. You can actually see it when you visit Israel. So a deep hunger then came over me to actually start reading scripture. And, when I, and what I mean by reading scripture is like reading from Genesis to Revelation. Not just the New Testament that we get told to read, but actually the whole word. I wanted to know more about the culture and the uh, idioms that they use and um, anything that could teach me more about the word. It was not long after we came back that we actually found a few other people that believed in the same things that we do and we're sort of in the same boat and had the same hunger to learn more about the word. So we became part of this Hebrew roots movement. But before you stop listening, there is more to the story. 
So after experiencing that amazing revelation in Israel and coming back to the Western Cape in South Africa, we suddenly started receiving flack from the charismatic churches. We were even asked plainly to leave the church. Now imagine this picture. You are about 22 years old and you have this burning heart for God and His Word. And you just saw the amazing places that happened in history. And this dagger slowly going into your heart because people don't understand you or why you become like this. I really wanted to tell people there is so much more in scripture than just telling people after Sunday after Sunday that you are okay and you don't really have to change or revise your life. So needless to say, I couldn't play in the band anymore after being told we should leave. And yeah, I couldn't share my talents with the people. So we started a house group just like most apostles and messianic Jewish believers did in the books of Acts. Even in those days, messianic Gentiles joined the synagogue and smaller groups and were even persecuted by the Pharisees or the Roman Empire. In 2007, I started my academic studies and after a personal event, I really got depressed and felt like hate and anger in my heart slowly trying to put this flame out. I didn't want to know anything about faith or Christianity anymore. But out of this pit with alliance, the fire started glowing again and became this raging fire. And I wanted to read scripture again and really turn my life around. I joined the charismatic church again and started playing in their band also. Unfortunately, history did repeat itself. The pastors noticed me and then asked me about my faith. For me, I was really confused and did not understand why people can't understand falling in love with God's word and getting to know God personally. Or perhaps I was just truly weird like people made me feel. However, I did find out that the leading pastor of the church I was joining at that stage was actually warning people in South Africa about this Hebrew Roots movement. I tried to share some of my experiences and knowledge with the people, but it didn't take long for them to ask me indirectly to leave. The way they did it was basically saying uh, that I should rather keep silent in a small group, but I was still welcome to play music for them. What was going on at that stage was that the congregation was more interested in discussing a booklet that one of their own members wrote in the small groups, so they didn't really want to... Um, I have more biblical opinion about what was written in the booklet. So this was another dagger to my heart and another family and friends that I actually lost. However, the hurt was not so intense this time anymore because I understood that this was probably going to happen more often than I thought. So I stopped attending churches at that stage and just tried to focus on finishing my academics and in the meantime just went back to house church again. I did learn more in this period, more about the word, and there were some people in the Hebrew Roots movement that we found out that became completely radical, where they weren't called Christians anymore, but they wanted to become Jewish. So the Bible says you're a Messianic Gentile, because it's Jews and Gentiles, but they were you know, just going completely Jewish. So for that reason, when people ask me, am I Jewish, Christian, then I just say I'm a Messianic Gentile because the scripture talks about Jews and Gentiles. And if you're Messianic, it just means that you believe in the Messiah.
So from 2013 to 2015, I was not in any churches. I just uh, went to work, but I was invited by a local charismatic church to join them and visit them. Also this time in 2016, it happened again when people started questioning uh, what I believed in and why I did certain things. I never officially became a member of that church, although I was asked to sign the membership book if I wanted to be a member of the church. I did compare the content of the booklet to the scripture, but also, if you take that not into account, there's nowhere where it actually says you have to sign a booklet to be a Christian or to be saved. It only says God will write your name in the book of life. So to make it clear, I actually never signed the membership book. I also never really got to play officially in the worship band, but I did get to keep a few friends that I really loved and I even cried with them when I told them that they might not see me in the church anymore. So to summarize, I do believe in the God of Abram, Isaac and Jacob. And number two is I do believe that he sent his son to die for me and to rise up and make me a Messianic Gentile, part of the heritage that God promised Abram, that one day his seed will unite the whole earth. I also believe that God sent his spirit to um, get us out of these pits in our lives and to keep us going and teach us and others. Also, the spirit is there to guide us back to him, the word, also known as the truth, according to the Psalms. The Spirit is also there to guide us when we go off course, like in 2 Timothy 3, where it says, All scripture is inspired by God, and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and training in righteousness, so that the man of God may be adequate, equipped for every good work. I know this session was a bit longer than the previous one, but I hope you guys enjoyed it and got to know me a bit better, and I hope to see you guys in the next one.